Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 66 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bant. I want you to imagine your worst case scenario. You've probably thought about it quite a lot. What is the thing in your relationship that you're the most afraid of? Is it being left, being cheated on, being lied to and not finding out about it? Let's use cheating as the example. Perhaps you're cleaning your home and you find some suspicious things among your partner's stuff. You're starting to suspect that they're lying to you. Or perhaps your partner sits you down one day and says they have something to tell you. Either way, you find out that they have been cheating and lying about it for the past two years with this person at work or with a mutual friend. What do you imagine would happen inside of you in that moment. The first feelings that come to my mind are disgust, shock, disbelief, and anger. This is their initial reaction to finding out about this horrible thing that has happened. And I think all of us can somehow imagine that it would be super shocking and excruciatingly painful. And perhaps you even have experienced this at some point in the past, this intense, shocking pain. But then what happens? Finding out that you've been cheated on and lied to isn't like stubbing your toe. It's not just an intense, shocking, physical pain that then goes away and we forget about it. No. After that initial shock is when the long-term pain begins. How could I be so stupid? I should have known. Two years How could I have missed all of the signs? Who is she even? She's probably extremely sexy and I'm disgusting. I'm so pathetic for thinking that everything was fine all along. How could I let this happen right under my nose? This shouldn't have happened. Shame, guilt, humiliation. And then you might move into the next phase. Ugh, I should just get over it already. Why am I even sad? Like, I deserve so much better than this asshole anyway. This has nothing to do with me, so just let it go. God, it happened like three months ago. Why am I still upset about this? 
I don't want to be sad about this anymore. She's clearly a whore for sleeping with a person in a relationship. They are both assholes. Anger, judgment, righteousness. If being cheated on or lied to in a relationship was guaranteed to be just like stubbing your toe about once a week for about a month, and then you would be over it. I don't think as many of us would fear it. I mean, it is kind of like that slap bet in How I Met Your Mother. If you haven't seen it, it's basically that one of the characters wins a bet and is granted the right to slap another character a total of eight times, whenever and wherever he pleases. And it's not necessarily the slaps themselves that are super painful, but not knowing when they're going to happen was the true torture for this character that was getting slapped. So yes, even if being cheated on would be like stubbing your toe a few times, it might not be fun and you might not look forward to it, but it wouldn't be something that we spend all of our time and energy trying to avoid or prevent from happening. Because we know that, yes, it hurts like hell in the moment, but pretty soon after, we're over it. Instead, when we imagine being lied to and cheated on, we know that there's this whole second part of it where we turn on ourselves. We start bullying ourselves, judging ourselves, and blaming ourselves for this happening. And that lingering shame and guilt is, I think, a lot worse than the initial shock of finding out. And don't get me wrong, there's a very logical reason as to why we do that. If we can find all of the ways that we allowed this to happen and all the things that we did wrong, then that will somehow guarantee that we will never, ever have to go through that experience ever again. If we can take full responsibility for this other person's actions, then we can prevent it from happening next time. The only problem with that strategy is that you never were and you never will be responsible or in control of another person's choices or actions. And the only way to, with 100% certainty, prevent it from happening again is to never be in a relationship with another person again. This is where the difference between clean pain and dirty pain comes into the picture. And that's the whole topic for today's episode. Last week, we spoke about the 50-50 split of the human experience and how we're supposed to have negative, uncomfortable feelings on purpose about half the time. 
Arguing with that will only increase the amount of negative experiences and rob you of the positive that is available to you. And here's how clean versus dirty pain ties into that. Clean pain is a necessary part of the 50% negative human experience that creates that contrast for the 50% positive. Clean pain is what we experience when someone we love passes away, when we are broken up with, when we try something new and we fail, when our expectations aren't met and we feel disappointed. All that is clean pain, and it's supposed to be there, because that's what makes it possible for us to appreciate the people we have in our lives. It allows us to fall in love, celebrate success and feel proud, and be super excited when things do turn out the way we want them to. Dirty pain, on the other hand, is not a necessary nor useful part of our human experience, and it often comes from self-judgment, arguments with reality, and being in pain about our clean pain. And it's this dirty pain that I believe is the reason we, one, fear negative emotions so much, and two, fear bad things happening in our relationships to the extent that we do. It's not the clean pain that we think about when we imagine being cheated on. It's not the sadness and grief that usually comes to mind first. It's our disgust with ourselves, how pathetic we are, how we're not good enough, and everything wrong with us made this happen. It's not the clean pain of disappointment that we fear when we imagine asking for something new in the bedroom and our partners might not be into it. It's the dirty pain of judging ourselves for even asking to begin with and thinking about how our partners would rather have a porn star girlfriend than be stuck with someone like us. It's not the realization that our partners are allowed to find other women attractive outside of the relationship and then feeling a clean sting of jealousy that we fear. It's what we make it mean about ourselves, our partners, or the relationship that hurts the most. And all of that is usually a lot more painful than the initial surge of jealousy that enters the body. So, what's my point with all of this? My point is that emotional pain is a part of our lives and always will be. But we can learn how to process that pain without fearing it. We can learn how to feel that pain in our bodies and let it flow through us 
without making it mean that anything has gone wrong, without resisting and arguing with it, and without ignoring it in the hopes of it going away. Emotional suffering happens in our lives when we add dirty pain on top of the clean pain and get stuck in that cycle. Because processing and indulging in dirty pain is not going to move us forward. It doesn't make us stronger and it for sure doesn't strengthen our relationship with ourselves. Last week, we covered what happens when we argue with the negative 50 and how that robs us of our pleasurable experiences in life. And this week, I want you to see that the most intense, judgmental, and self-loathing emotional experiences are optional. It is possible to decrease the amount of dirty pain you experience in your life by learning how to identify it, how to find the clean pain underneath all that dirt, and how to let go of the additional unnecessary suffering you're piling onto this human experience. Now, Let's revisit that worst-case scenario in your relationship. Whatever that is for you, it might be a specific third person involved, it might be a long time span of lying, whatever it is. I want you to imagine yourself in that scenario pumped full of intense love for yourself. You love yourself harder than any other human being has loved another human being in the history of the universe. I like just imagining that you're red and warm inside of your entire body Like every single little inch inside of you is just filled with this red heat of love. Because that's just how I kind of imagine that that experience is like. What happens in your worst case scenario when you are shocked or surprised by this bad thing that happens? In that moment... You're like a balloon ready to burst from love for yourself. And your partner tells you that they have cheated on you for two years with a co-worker. Is there a difference between that experience and the previous experience that you imagined at the beginning of the episode? I imagine that it would still hurt a lot. It would be like being pumped full of self-love and then stubbing your toe real hard. The love in your body doesn't remove the pain that you're experiencing in your toe. But that residual, you fucking dumb piece of shit, why did you stub your fucking toe voice... (laughs) It's not there anymore. The 
How could I let this happen? Voice is not there to make you feel even worse about the pain of having been cheated on and lied to. All that you're left with is clean pain within a container that has your own back, that loves you, that can hold space and allow for the 50% negative of life to exist without arguing with it and without turning against yourself because it somehow thinks that if we take on all of the blame, we can prevent it from happening again. Because the fascinating part of this is that if we're filled with love for ourselves in these moments and we process the clean and intense pain, then we're not going to be so absolutely terrified of having it happen again. Just like we're not terrified of stubbing our toe again in the future if we've done it once in the past. We don't look forward to it. We don't want it to happen again. But we're not spending all of our time and energy trying to prevent it either. Your job is not to prevent clean pain from being a part of your life. Because it will be whether you like it or not. But I want you to know that it's very much available to you to decrease the amount of dirty pain you put yourself through because of the clean pain you experience. And for a lot of us who struggle or have struggled with jealousy and anxiety in relationships, it's the dirty pain that terrifies us the most. What we are going to make things mean about us. What we are going to believe about ourselves. How we are going to talk to ourselves when something horrible happens. When I accepted and embraced the fact that clean pain is a part of life and I'm willing to experience it and I understood that dirty pain is completely optional, I realized that it didn't feel nearly as scary. A while back, I had this exact conversation with a client of mine who was constantly worrying about her partner, maybe in the future, cheating on her with this acquaintance that he had been interested in before they met. When we explored that worst-case scenario and asked her brain why that would be so awful and what she would make it mean, all of her thoughts were about her. How she had done something wrong, how she was bad for trusting him, and that she totally should have seen it coming. When we separated the clean pain that she imagined that she would experience and that she actually would want to experience if something like that were to happen, from the dirty pain of self-judgment and shame, and labeled that part as totally optional, her first thought was, oh, well, that actually sounds kind of easy. 
So in comparison, experiencing the clean pain of being cheated on felt easy to her when we removed the part where it meant she's a horrible, naive, stupid person. And this is what I want you to consider too. What clean pain are you perhaps avoiding or ignoring in your life? What is the clean pain you anticipate that you would experience in your worst case scenario? And can you make peace with the fact that you probably want to feel that clean pain if it were to happen? Can you get to a place where you consciously, within yourself, choose to feel that clean pain if your partner were to do that to you? Because if you can show your brain that, hey, if this happens and we find out about it, it's completely reasonable, acceptable, and logical that you would feel sad, hurt, disappointed, and heartbroken. But let's just agree to skip the part where we shame and judge ourselves for it. If you have your own back no matter what, you create a safe internal environment to process clean pain when it is appropriate, which it totally is. If you have been cheated on or lied to or broken up with or anything else bad that might happen, clean pain is appropriate. And now to just wrap up this episode, I want to remind you that we're all human beings here. Self-judgment, arguments with reality, and dirty pain are going to be a part of our lives for as long as we shall live. Just expect it to show up and be there. But having the tools to separate out and process the clean pain and identifying when the dirty pain is just causing additional suffering is what will give you power and authority over it. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you're going to love working with me one-on-one. Go to katrinbandcom forward slash apply to start your coaching journey today. I will see you back here next week. Bye-bye.